welcome back episode number 65, or rather emergency episode number 65 of the New York Pages podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and it is finally official. Kane is a ranger. We're going to break it all down. But first, just want to let you guys know to go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN to subscribe to ESPN Plus to watch games and more. And yeah, let's get to it. And welcome back. The cap headaches are gone. Luca, how's it gone? Uh... Well, the cap headaches are still kind of here, as you were just talking about uh, tomorrow night's game. Uh, uh, but I'm doing pretty good. Uh, obviously, I just want to say this right off the bat. People, stop talking about a super team. Stop talking about any of that. That's all BS. That this On paper, this team is very good, okay? We just, they just got king, obviously. That's what we're doing the whole podcast for. I don't want to hear super team talk at all. Um, that... I feel like is always we didn't do this podcast until the NHL officially uh, announced that the deal was official. You know, um, they, it came out a few hours, maybe like three or four hours ago. That it was like going to happen, and it was a second round pick, conditional, and then all the other moving pieces. But we didn't do it officially. At this we didn't record until right now, which is eight thirty. And the reason why is because I'm pretty superstitious. It's like I don't know what I don't know what other pieces are going to be involved in the deal that we're not talking about. So I'm I'm a pretty superstitious guy. I I'm not gonna be that guy who's gonna be like, oh yeah yeah uh, they're good now. No, there's still uh, quite a lot of games left to do. Um, still quite a lot of work to do. Um, and this is like the tough part is, is like yeah it's an emergency pod and this is like not like a it's not a surprise. So it's not like we, no, we talked we, we about known, this already on Sunday. We've known this was going to happen for like almost a week. Yeah. It was just a question of So it's like, yeah. And I think that, so instead of really first, I mean, obviously we'll, we'll, we'll get into where he fits in on power play one and, and you know what, I think they're going to just put him with an Aaron right away. I mean, I, just, I went on YouTube today and was watching the Kane and Aaron YouTube video for six minutes, and it was just so exciting. Um, but I think first we really just got to tip our hat to uh, Rangers Twitter number one hater, uh, Chris Drury. Um, people hate on Chris Drury quite a bit, uh, and, and they'll continue to do so. But he's pulled out another phenomenal uh, – trade deadline swap where the Rangers get their guy and they don't give up much. Um, you know, I, I heard, uh, I heard, I, I can't remember who it was talk, say, say something about the Rangers mortgaging their future going for it. What future are they mortgaging? They gave away a second round pick and a, uh, what, what is the actual trade second and a fourth round pick? Or the, and then it's a second round pick. Second and a third, and they're both conditions. The 2025 conditions are if Nils Lundqvist gets 55 points combined in this year and next, that picks become becomes a third, and Arizona will get the better of the two-thirds. So they basically have two-thirds, and you know Arizona gets the best one if Nils Lundqvist gets 55 points. I, I believe I got that right. Don't quote me on it. And But the, uh, the rest of the trade, yeah, it was a second-round pick. Uh, and if they make the Eastern Conference Finals, it's not a first-round pick this year. It's a 2024 first-round pick, which is top 10 protected. So if, or 25, plus, I thought. Is it? No, so it's 20. Is it definitely 24? Because I saw 24 or 25. Okay. No, so it's 
it's 2024 top 10 protected. And let's say the Rangers are in the top 10. It goes to 2025. Look, I think that we, there, there's a few ways you could look at this. And I, I think that um, if you're a Blackhawk fan, this has got to suck. Uh, because not only did you say goodbye to potentially or arguably your best player in franchise history that's had a slew of Hall of Famers, an original 16. I'm not saying Kane's the best player ever ever there. I don't know their history enough, but I'm saying he's arguably one of their best. Um, and you got you got a second round pick for him. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the haul that you, you should have gotten back for him should have been phenomenal. Uh, I mean, the Rangers traded Rick Nash, got a first round pick in Ryan Lindgren, and they turned the, those. Uh, obviously, they got Lindgren, but then then didn't they turn the uh, draft pick into Keandre? No. So with Nash, oh, you're talking about Boston. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they got yeah, Andre yeah. I'm with so, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, it's like you like a, like a high like a first round pick and a prospect like that's a great deal for a veteran. Well, I mean, it's obvious. A, it's obvious that it, Kane forced this. Like, there's no other way. No, it is. It is. But this this is also the problem, and this is what I'm getting to is the fact that I think that this GM, um, and it's he's he's in a no win situation because the the fans in, in Chicago are gonna be we're gonna be pissed off regardless. Uh, obviously, if you trade him last year or during the summer, uh, they're, they're pissed off. If you trade him now, they're pissed off. But if you try, I feel like if you traded him, if you opened up the offers or, you know, put him on the block in, in like the summer and obviously he has no trade clause. Uh, so that modifies things a lot. Uh, but obviously you go to him and talk to him, like, we're going to be rebuilding this year. Do you want to go somewhere else? And like, you, you kind of try and get that going. Um, and I think that that, if they did it last year or during the summer, uh, I keep saying last year, I mean, during the summer, last summer, I feel like the return would have been so much bigger. Uh, and I feel like he, A, might have overplayed his hand or in a combination of that and the fact that Kane and the no trade uh, clause really came to roost in this case. Um, you know, it's, a, it's tough uh, for them. It's great for us. Um, I mean, anyone who wants to, you know, obviously you can go look at the 2000, uh, I think it's 16, 17 highlights between Panarin and Panarin and Kane. And it is just a highlight reel. It's just, it's just a slew of just, it's insane. There's, there's also one YouTube video. It's, uh, I think it's titled Panarin and Kane toy with the Islanders. And there's a, there's a portion of an Islander Blackhawk game years ago where they're, literally just passing the puck back and forth between each other. And this is like basically cross ice offensive zone passes uh, just back and forth. And they're skating around the entire zone while everyone else is just kind of like watching. And it's the most ridiculous, like one full like minute, minute, minute and a half of just offensive zone uh, puck possession. And it ends with a cane goal. Um, So it's, it's, it's exciting. Um, Obviously, uh, Vince just tweeted out that Kane's not going to play until Thursday, so we got to wait one more day to to see the new toy uh, unveil uh, or unveiled. So uh, my yeah, head it's, is it's just exciting. Like, you know, my head is just yeah. starting to say, but why are they doing that? That why didn't they wait for the the cap to do it tomorrow? But you know what? Screw it. 
forget it. I'm done with that. It's been a couple of days of just a complicated mess. Yeah, just officially. But um, I think, the like, one, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say this, and like for me, looking at players outside of the Rangers that I just always loved watching, he's number one in the league. Like I, he's been my favorite for a long time. Um, I mean, I, I think I got. He's like one of the very few non-Ranger jerseys that I have. Um, and by very few, I'm pretty sure he's the only non-Ranger actual NHL jersey I have. I think I have like a Charlie Conway jersey, like a random one. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm. It's I'm. I'm very excited for this. I. It's you know, as Michael Jordan once said, the ceiling is the roof. I mean, though, the thing is, like with Kane, I, I know obviously he's not had the best season this year, and there are concerns about his hip. Um, I, I, I look, I get it. It's the shiny new toy. It's Patrick Kane. It's if not the best American hockey player of all time. But I, I think, I mean, people aren't going to like uh, to hear this, but I think people should temper their expectations on what he'll actually bring. Could he explode a hundred percent, but it's very likely he might not, he could be pretty solid, but he's not going to be the player you think he is. It's probably going to be the most likely outcome with, yeah, with regards to the super team. I'm betting on him first. I'm betting on him first goal on Thursday. I don't care what you're saying. Oh, I, I, I what I think is going to happen is, is that <laughs> the first, like the first, like five games, the Rangers are going to be absolutely dominant. And then after that, they're just going to fall apart and the underlying problems are going to be there. They're going to fix them up and then coast the rest of the way. I don't know. That's my random prediction, but that's just how usually trades happen, right? Like everyone is on such a high and then it just falls apart. And then, you know, you try to figure out those problems. But regarding the the super teams, what you said, like, remember, like we still have to beat Boston, assuming that Toronto, Tampa and whoever the hell they're playing the wild card doesn't knock them out, which probably they're not. And it is this team like is it going to be a cakewalk for them? No, hell, they're in the East, which is I, I have never seen such a lopsided, a more a more a more stacked conference ever. Right, it's and, insane. But but does does this team can this team win it all? Hell yeah, one hundred percent. You know the one thing, and like I, I feel like a lot of people have brought up, and I know this we're going on a little bit of a tangent here, and I, we're not going to make this whole long full pod but the one thing that people talk about with like the playoffs and like oh the playoff structure is terrible and you know the the top three in each division and all that it's, it's all bs and i get it and i agree but why are how can you sit there and say that the uh like that you, you can't do one through 16 in the nhl and it's because of traveling it'd be too much traveling major league baseball it doesn't do East and West conferences. They do American and National League, and well, they it's have not as physically tall. I, I don't, I don't care about that. I'm just saying they have seven game series. Like obviously, football is a different thing, so it's it's only once a week, so it's, it's not really that big of a deal. That when people bring up the idea of traveling, um, and that's the only reason why you don't do one through sixteen. Like if you did one through sixteen with this year's crop of playoff teams, it would be really interesting because. All of the home teams would be on the east side, except the uh, the uh, the final two, which would be, I believe. Uh, let me check real quick. Yeah, it'd be Vegas and Dallas would be the only two uh, 
uh, Western Conference teams to have a home, home ice advantage in first round. Um, I don't know. I just think that like it's it's when you have something that's this skewed, East and West just is kind of stupid at that at a certain point. Um, I don't know. I, I've I've been a long, long. Uh, I've very very long. I've been a proponent of the one through sixteen. Um, I think it'd be really, really cool to see, but you know, uh, especially this year, it's not going to happen obviously until Batman retires, which Batman is now the longest tenured GM or longest tenured commissioner in uh, the major four sports. Did you hear that the other day? Sorry. He's just... the longest tenured, he, his, his tenure as uh commissioner of the NHL is the longest any commissioner has ever, uh, had throughout their career in any of the ma- four major sports. I believe so. I mean, no, it, I, I was watching a game yesterday. And it yesterday should be. So I, like, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean but you also, you also bring up getting back to Kane. Sorry. I'm going on a tangent here. Uh, yeah. you, you also bring up Kane and yeah, he hasn't had that great of a year. He's got 45 points in 54 games. Like it's not like the guys like, like doing nothing on the ice. And I mean, let's be real. Last year, he had 92 points. Uh, I mean, like, it's it's really impressive. He's only scored under a point per game in his career. Three times? Two times, I think it was? Four times. Oh. Two And two of those were his, were, his, were his rookie and his sophomore season. I mean, like, it's actually, you know, it's actually really funny. Three, three of those four times were in his first uh, four years. But it's, it's like, I mean, the guys, he just puts up. It's points. not though. It's not that just maybe it was a bad team. So if he comes to a great team, he'll be rejuvenated. There are concerns about, is it his age? Is it his hip? Again, it could be a hundred percent that he comes in and blows, blows it away. And is a point per game and everything. It, it could happen. But you just look at, you know, the concerns that people have to, you know, temper their expectations of what's going to – who Patrick Kane is now. Yeah. No, you're right. And you're you're not getting Patty Kane from 2012. You're not getting that guy. Um, You're not getting the, you know, the MVP Patty Kane. But you you are getting a proven winner in the playoffs, Uh, someone who – I, you know, I, there, there's so many things that go on in the locker room, obviously. Uh, but you're getting a – it's not like you're adding a grizzled veteran who can show these guys how to win in a cup, you know what I mean, or w- win in the playoffs. Like, you're getting a – like a, one of the most highly skilled forwards that we've seen, I mean, past the, the NHL lockout. And I think that a lot of our young, skilled players can learn a lot from the way he plays and the way he played or plays in the playoffs in particular. Um, and, you know, it, it, I'm really excited to see what he brings out from there um, and vice versa. I like that combo, though. If I know people were saying put Hito on the line with Panarin, Hito Kane, and believe me, as a huge Hito fan, I'd love nothing more to see that. But that would mean two things. You split up the kid line and you remove Trocek, whose whole job would be, if he was with Panarin and Kane, is to be the one that do, that does the dirty work. 
which they probably need. But I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But... I honestly, and Trocheck, look, and honestly, like, look, and he's Trocek, been terrific I mean, as of recently. Off, he's 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 been phenomenal the past the past you know few games, or really the past last game in particular. Um, no one really played great against uh, Washington, but yeah, I, I mean, like, look, you know, I, I think that it's going through the lines is something that like we, it's going to be fun. It's you know, it'd be a fun little NHL twenty three exercise that we could do. But well, the it doesn't really like matter. They're playing NHL twenty three GM mode. Yeah, it, it is. It is very exciting. Um, but the one thing that like I'm not going to do is really get you know tied up into those lines because he's going to mix and mingle with the lines. You know what I mean? I think Tarasenko hasn't really found his spot yet. Um, so I think part of what they got to do is see if they could get him going. And, you know, I don't know who matches up with Tarasenko the best, uh, but I, I, I do believe that Panarin and Kane should get the first go at it together as a, as line mates. Uh, and like you said, I think that Trocek would be the best suited to be the center for them. Um, but I do feel like Heedle or Zibanejad could do that as well. Uh, you know, um, yeah, it's 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 just it's a very exciting time. Uh, Drury did a great job again, um, and let's not forget he did give up Vitaly Kratsov in this deal. That's part of the deal. Right. So you know what I mean? It's not it's 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 part of the deal adjacent. So it's it's you know got but rid of him as well. So though, like even so, I mean it's a I mean it's just the, I'm sorry I'm just all over the place here, but it's so satisfying for what like the past few months. You, you see these graphics, you see these posts from like big time people saying, oh, the uh, Chicago's going to command one of Hito, Laf or Kako. And you're just shaking your head. Yeah. And it's like, what are you smoking? Why would we trade? Well, no. Fu- Why would we trade one of the future, uh, like future cor- cornerstones of our team for a, for a rental? And then not only that, it's not that now that it's, for peanuts, it, it's very yeah, it is very satisfying right now. It's well, it's also like the, the, those fans aren't crazy in thinking that a player like Patrick Kane should yield a very big return, and they're right. But when he eliminates the entire field of suitors to one team and requests a trade, and he has a no trade clause, he has you by the balls. There's nothing you can do as a GM. Oh no, no, which I'm is why. Like- I'm not saying. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, as a fan of Chicago, you should be able to get Lafreniere or Kane or uh, uh, or Kako or Heedle or no, someone not, of not, that not for as a rental for him as a rental. No. Yeah, people, dude. People, I'm not saying I would do it. I'm just saying, like, that's that's what happens. You know what I mean? Like, big trades happen. Like, I'm not saying that I would do that as a GM. I just think it's a oh, very okay. no, no. So you're saying basically that's how they that. work. Okay, I'm okay. not saying that I would do that. No, I'm not. Okay, yeah. okay. Then no, I misunderstood. What I'm saying is that, yeah, no. Okay, I'm okay. saying, like, for them as fans, like, look, we we overvalue we overvalue people quite a bit as, as Ranger fans. Like, you know, we, I'm pretty sure every Ranger fan thought they should have got Wayne Gretzky for the Pavel Buchnevich. Um, So, Okay, you know, no, no, that, that's like, what you're saying. Okay, it's I, fair I, I for, for them to, yeah. Okay, yeah. no, I mean, no, because, but that, that's, that's why it. it's just so satisfying when you see all these graphics and you see all this stuff. Oh, and yeah. To shove it in their face where they get not only less than that, they just get absolutely nothing. 
Yeah, that, that, that definitely feels good. I mean, it, so I figured, you know, why not go to the power play now? Um, yeah. Who, who do you take out? Who do you take? In? I, I, I'm going to have a very unpopular opinion here. I think I would have. I Panarin think you take the, the uh, you leave, you know, you, 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 Paul, you, you have a very unpopular. Opinion. Yes, I have a very unpopular. I'd right have away. Panarin off the first. Power play. I, I Just hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Just hear me out. At, at least, you know. You have Zibanejad. I got you. Go. You, you have Zibanejad where obviously he's supposed to be. You have Fox, the QB. And then on the other circle, you have Kane, left-handed shot, one-timer, and everything else he brings. In the center, you have Philip freaking Heedle. Yes, Heedle or Tarasenko, one or the other. And then Kreider um, at the net front. Now, you could tell me... Panarin should be at the bumper spot, then 100%. But I'm saying is maybe he would be more utilized in the second power play to create, you know, that depth because the second power play was a mess for a lot of the time. And they didn't even have time to figure it out because Golan never gave it to them. But if you would have told me Panarin's in the bumper spot 100%, like I'll take it any day of the week. But I'm just saying there should be that option to consider. So I would very... I would very much welcome the idea of Panarin in the bumper. I, I've been very, very loud supporter of that for a while now. I actually have kind of changed my opinion, though, on that recently. I think that you swap Panarin and leave uh, Zabanjad in the bumper uh, and put Kane in for Tarasenko on his off wing. Um, if you watch the Kings game on Sunday – Panarin on that last power play or Zibanejad on that last power play was in that bumper spot. Um, and my brother even brought it up to me and he was just like, Mika looked pretty good there in that one spot. Now I know you want to get Mika into his slap shot off. By the way, it's Mika spot, March. It's Mika March starting tomorrow. So it, it is, you might, it so. is, you're right. Um, so it is one of those things where like, You'd love to see Mika there, but also not necessarily the biggest thing in the world when you have when you switch him out for Panarin, who also has a very good shot as well. I don't think Panarin's shot is as good as Mika's, um, but I think that if it balances itself out and you could have Mika score a few goals from the bumper spot and that opens everything up all over and you have Kane on the all his off wing and Panarin there and Fox kind of dishing to everyone, I mean, that's just a fucking dangerous power play. Um, so I don't know. I, I really think that you could kind of just play with it and see how it goes. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, obviously it's a embarrassment of riches right now and hopefully just, you know, everyone can stay healthy. Knock on wood. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of happy actually that King's not debuting tomorrow and he's debuting Thursday because I have a hockey league game at nine. And I and the game starts at seven thirty, so I, I'd miss like a period and a half, I think. So it kind of mm. it kind of works out for me. But yeah, uh, I gotta be honest. Um, I've been trying to figure out this cap uh, cap stuff for the past week, and I finally figured it out after a bit. But yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pretend how this is gonna work for tomorrow if they could bring someone up, or you know, why didn't they wait for Kane to tomorrow at five p.m. Then I, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to figure that out now. You probably might as well just go to Puckpedia for that. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not going to try and talk about it either. No, the the only thing that here's this thing. 
the power play to now, how do you say, say, let's say it's the power play you said, right? That power play too, who who gets bumped down? It's Tarasenko, right? I mean, those are, yeah. that's, that's a quality power play too. No, it's, it's a great power play too, but the problem is that power play one, as we've seen, stays out for a minute and 30 seconds most most often, you know what I mean? And power play two gets one rush. Um, so while, yeah, I mean, like, you know, you got Tarasenko, Heedle, Loft, Kako, and Keandre on there possibly, or, you know, whoever, uh, Trocek as well. It, it, it's, it really – it is an embarrassment of riches, but at the same time, like, I don't necessarily – I don't really care who's on power play two. Power play one is clicking and scoring. So it doesn't really bother me, uh, especially oh, no, given, the, given the amount of ice time that they get. Oh, no, it is. It is. It, it, it's, it's insane what uh, power play two for this team is better than a lot of teams power play one. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to make sure we didn't miss anything because we, we recorded this when everything was officially uh, announced so any condition that we're missing i kind of boxed the whole arizona thing so yeah again just go to hockey stat nine or Puckpedia for that um yeah he will debut versus ottawa it is i i really i just mad it was a deal about this i really don't get why then they didn't listen i'm happy they did it now just you know for my stress levels but i i don't get then why they didn't trade for him tomorrow at 5 p.m or 501 p.m because it would have been better for the cap um but yeah, whatever. It's fine. It, it was hilarious though, because today there was a, a tweet about um I don't know if Elliot Friedman quote tweeted this or anyone basically it was like, I remember his 32 thoughts or you just a random thing before the trade deadline day. But like Jeff Merrick was on with him and they were talking about, oh, like I heard that Kane's equipment is being sent out now, possibly. And we're like at that point, like she's just like let the trade go through. It it is just, you know? Yeah. It's just let the trade go through. I completely get it. It, it. It's ridiculous. And also, like, the deeper I look at, you know, the CBA, the cap, it, it's just the most ridiculous rules they set forth. And obviously, with the Miller suspension, it kind of – it was expected, but it still does throw a wrench into, you know, like, remember when everyone yeah. – assuming Lindgren doesn't return Thursday, which it sounds like he can, but let's remember Thursday night that if Lindgren is injured – and he can't play, that means two of your top four defensemen aren't playing. So, you know, they don't do so great. You know, it's, it, it ain't the end of the world, even though yeah. I know Twitter, NYR Twitter will be in a frenzy because that's what Twitter does. Yeah. I mean, we'll, uh, they'll, you know, we'll, they'll figure it out. I mean, well, well, let's say, you know, for the heck of it, how many games do the Rangers have left? 22. Okay. 22 games. How many goals, assists, points is Patrick Kane getting? Uh, he's going to score 30 goals in the 20 games <laughs> or 22 games. Uh, Only 30? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll put it in a – I think he's going to have a similar effect as uh, Andrew Kopp had last year uh, around like 15 to 18 points. In that mm-hmm. twenty game, twenty two game stretch. Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to see. Okay, so it's twenty two games. Um, 
Here's the also thing. I'm not sure if this is accurate because maybe with the cap accumulating, they might have enough at the end. I think it might be possible that, you know how in the beginning, at the end of the regular season, they rest players right mm-hmm. for the playoffs? I don't know if they can. They can. I could be totally wrong, but I, I could be missing something simple, but it, it seems like they wouldn't be able to. I, I dude, I you're you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have I have these, these no clue. I have less than a zero idea about what you're talking about. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I have no. Yeah, idea. no, no, I, I know. But all right. Besides the Kane thing, Mika March is starting tomorrow. Yep. Goals. This is and it's versus Philadelphia. Yeah, I I, I was actually going to mention that too. It's against Philadelphia. Mika in March. So I would just bet Mika to score a hat trick. Right. I'm going with the thing is also though they, they don't have Lindgren, they don't have Miller, and they're not having King. That means he has to, that means he has to score more. Uh sure. Okay, so you know what? Let's go with five points. A hat trick and two assists. There we go. Yeah, there we go. All right. Two Mika, more, Mika two goals are on the power play. Everyone. Two goals are on the power play. Yeah. One is five v five. And then two points, I don't know. Just why not? Yeah. Works for me. Yeah, I I mean that's the thing. Like everyone is, you know, doing it. Uh oh, actually, not to mention that I cannot believe I forgot this. Oh well, and the picture deleted. So oh well, can't share. But basically, it, it's just amazing how we were able to obviously I showed you it. It's it's amazing though how we were able to get mod and these other great additions during the trade deadline. Yeah. Now. I mean it's terrific. It's very yeah. Yeah, Mott, Mott, Mott's the the biggest, Mott, biggest and then we also we've got, got even after that all these players. I mean, jury master class. All right, I think especially uh, Mikola as well. Yes, I agree. Well, Mikola's play, been playing pretty solid. Like that's. The I thing, actually like, no, I'm I'm, I'm joking. I, I love no, all no, okay. So I'm I was joking. No, I was just, I was just looking at phone because any other pod, like I was 100 focused on this, but I'm focus on my phone right just to make sure we didn't miss any little detail of this trade but yeah Harper listen Harper played versus LA terrific all four defensemen played incredible but you can't you know say that Harper would be the better option he 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 isn't while he's exceeded expectations right because we thought coming in he wouldn't be good at all he's been solid because solid seventh defenseman but that's kind of it no yeah, I mean, look, he is what he is. Uh, he's a great insurance option if you need him in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you could do, you could do a lot worse. Yeah, and and that's why people were saying. Um, I think I don't remember when it was Friday or Saturday when all this Kane forcing his way to NYR started, but people were like, "Oh, you could also wave Harper and then get him like Monday." But people don't understand that if you wave Harper and then someone claimed him, that means you only have six defensemen. And yeah, you, you don't got that. You, you don't got that insurance. So they couldn't do that. So had to wait till Wednesday, Thursday, though. I liked how like everyone said, okay, it was going to be trade deadline day. Uh, also, I, I have to say, because I, I, I did DM them like a hundred times and they've answered every single one of my questions. Uh, credit to Puckpedia. Uh, they have broken down every single step of this trade starting from Friday and uh, yeah, give them a follow. But Basically, yeah, it was like everyone thought, okay, he's going to be traded to the Rangers Friday. And, the, oh, wait, no, wait, he could go Thursday. And then that was it for a while. It was 
one of those days. And then all of a sudden yesterday, everyone's like, wait a minute. After 5 p.m. is technically for the NHL standards the next day, not standards, but for the NHL, it's the next day. So everyone's like, wait a minute, why can't they uh, trade it for him Tuesday night? I'm sorry. It was supposed to be Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. And then all of a sudden Tuesday, uh, people are like, wait a minute, <laughs> he could be traded uh, 5 p.m. But anyway, uh, I think that's it. If you else, unless you've got anything else. No, nothing else. I just turned on the NHL network and uh, I have, I'm watching literally two guys that we interviewed in the past four months. We have Bill Pito and uh, Mike Rupp talking right now. So I'm going to turn this off and, and just know what they're saying about the cane deal. Oh, so we, uh, it's there. They have on uh, two of our old. They're on NHL network right now, right? Yeah. There you go. By the way, I believe the sack, the Rangers have like six, 6,000. Um, 6,612 in current cap space. So they definitely sweet got this by a hair. All right. I think we're going to end it off here. Uh, thanks to our listeners. Obviously, we'll have our regular podcast released Monday morning. We have a great guest. And yeah, we will see you. Tomorrow.